Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 37, beginning at verse 26, on page 386. The righteous is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Flee from evil, and do the thing that is good, and dwell for evermore. For the Lord loveth the thing that is right. He forsaketh not his that be godly, but they are preserved forever. The unrighteous shall be punished. As for the seed of the ungodly, it shall be rooted out. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous is exercised in wisdom, and his tongue will be talking of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his going shall not slide. The ungodly watcheth the righteous, and seeketh occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Hope thou in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall promote thee, that thou shalt possess the land. When the ungodly shall perish, thou shalt see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power, and flourishing like a green bay tree. I went by, and lo, he was gone. I sought him, but his place could no, nowhere be found. Keep innocency, and take heed unto the thing that is right, for that shall bring a man peace at the last. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together. And the end of the ungodly is, they shall be rooted out at the last. But the salvation of the righteous cometh of the Lord, who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly, and shall save them, because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the 63rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. I will mention the loving kindnesses of the Lord and the praises of the Lord. 
according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them. He bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them? who led them by the right hand of Moses, with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness, that they might not stumble. As a beast goes down into the valley, and the Spirit of the Lord causes him to rest, so you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty. Thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man. Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the third chapter of the first epistle of St. John. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 
And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his sin seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. 
Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our Old Testament lesson from Isaiah today is kind of a poem or even psalm that kind of, that follows a, a standard logic of recalling the salvation of of God. That that uh, we recall the loving kindness of God. He he uh, took pity upon us on our afflictions, led us out. Kind of the allusions to the to the Exodus and redemption. Then it talks about the the you know Israel rebelling, not 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 being faithful to that to what God had done. And it kind of ends up with recalling those those loving kindnesses as the ground for the future hope of redemption. That you led your people through the sea, you you led them by the Spirit, so you lead your people. And yet Isaiah is speaking of a time when they're again that the setting in Isaiah is Israel going into exile, and Isaiah is in a certain way prophesying the return from exile, which never becomes a, a finished thing in the Old Testament. Israel comes back, but the blessing never returns. And so there's this hope based in this past act of God, where he saved his people, he leads them by the Spirit, and we're waiting for that great act to end the exile. And of course, this is what we're celebrating at, at Christmas when, when uh, as God becomes man in Christ, this is the beginning of, of leading Israel out of its exile to, to sin and its captivity that, that keeps it um, separate from God. And so the lesson from 1 John, where he talks about uh, you know, the, the manner of love that the fathers bestowed upon us, so we'd be called children of God. And this children of God now, it's a baptismal reality, as we say in the Christmas collect, we, Jesus is the natural and eternally begotten Son of God. He is the, the eternal possessor of the Spirit, the one upon whom the Spirit rests. Uh, we become God's adopted children, uh, you know, or as the colleague says, by adoption and grace, we become his children. Because in the baptismal gift of the Spirit, we become, we're given what we are not, what we do not have by nature. So salvation is an organic reality communicated by the Spirit of which the water of baptism is a sign as well as the anointing and laying on of hands and confirmation, and it's received by faith. And so this makes us children of God. And what John, I think, is playing out there is that this, that this, this status of children of God gives us a vocation. And it's interesting, he says that um, now we're children. Uh, it's not clear what we will be uh, when our redemption is, is complete but we'll be like him, we'll be like Christ. And um, and if we have this hope to be like Christ, we purify ourselves. So it's a, it's a longing to see Christ and to have this redemption that's begun in the spirit be completed. And just hope itself is purifying. 
And and so and that's what ties into the whole rest of First John, where he talks about you know committing sin is lawlessness, and and he's taken he's manifested to take away our sins is that this the status of being God's children, this life in the Spirit where the Spirit's leading us leads to the practice of righteousness. And that's how it's manifested in our lives that we begin to practice um, what is right. And John does not mean by uh, when he says, for example, who um, who commits sin, you know, whoever sins does not dwell in him, whoever buys him does not sin. John is not envisioning sinless perfection on our part. He's really the, the, the concept in first John is the practice of righteousness and the practice of sin. So in the Christian life, we we live this life of prayer that through which we continually remember our status as God's children. And as we live this life of prayer in the spirit, the fruit of that prayer is we do the good works that God has prepared for us. We we develop our sense of vocation or God's calling us to do. We practice righteousness and the um as we practice righteousness, of course, we stumble. We may you know, get impatient and angry with someone during a day. We we may forget who we are for a period of time. Might even stumble. But part of the practice of righteousness and coming back to our prayers, we remember, and that's why our liturgies always have the discipline of confession. So confessing the ways we've erred, receiving grace in a new way, returning to the practice of righteousness. That's part of the practice of righteousness. Uh, the practice, so that's contrast with John with the practice of sin, where we get up, we, we just begin to plot what it is we want to do selfishly for our own terms. We don't think about what God has for us. We don't think about our status as children. And John is really speaking against this idea of salvation as a kind of status or or policy that we cash in you know after we die to go to heaven he's saying no this is a way of life it's a way of life in christ which issues in the practice of righteousness and this one he says in verse 9 whoever is born of god does not sin he says does not practice sin think about it that way if you're born of god if you're a child of god you don't get up and start practicing the wrong things uh, you practice the right things, and that's that's how. So, so in John, therefore, the vision of being like Christ is manifested in the life of prayer, in which we continually try to grow into that Christ likeness, and that both confirm that confirms the hope in us and moves us forward in that hope, and that's what we hold on to uh, as we gather for prayer. That that vision of being like Christ and the actual practice of becoming like him through prayer and through the practice of, of good works done uh, with the guidance of the Spirit. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, and what about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you, Bishop John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Bye-bye.